Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Kelcats. Welcome back to another episode of Intoxicated. I'm your host, Kelsey Davies, and I am here with my haunted doll, Lola, the queen, the icon, the fashionista with the one shoe, the legendary Lola, my haunted doll. Um, <laughs> I'm here just by myself. I haven't done one of these. Well, I'm not. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean, Lola? She got kind of like offended. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it, Lola. Oh, we have another guest. We have my little kitty. We got Luna. She is joining us. I haven't done one of these episodes like without a co-host by myself, not by myself. Oh my God, I'm really high. Guys, <laughs> that is my intoxicated choice of the night. It is the good Mary J. She has been, she's been good to me lately. Um, I had a little while where I had to take a break from Miss Mary J because I was having really bad anxiety, panic attacks. Wasn't from that, it was just from life itself. I've just been going through a lot lately. Um, Drew and I, well, Drew lost his job and then Tito, our cat, he had to be rushed to the ER because there was something wrong with him. And it was like two hours before I had to be on set for my music video for September 10th, which is coming this summer, guys. I'm so excited to share it. We just, um, we have one more day of shooting and then we put it into, like we have a visual effects artist on it. We got editors, you know, like this is like the real deal. So I've been trying to do this for like, a year, I don't know, well, I guess not a year, maybe, maybe less. Um, I can't remember when I finished the song initially, but I've had this song ready for a while and I'm ready to release it. I'm really, really excited. I've been just going on this whole spiritual journey lately. Um, if you guys keep up with my YouTube, you can. It's K-E-L-S-I-D-A-V-I-E-S. -E -E That's Kelsey Davies on YouTube. If you guys wanna follow me on my life's journey, you know? live in life just the spiritual bitch way that's me i'm the spiritual bitch I'm just kidding kind of kind of not <laughs> but i'm just here living guys i've had this whole big spiritual breakthrough recently and i wanted to kind of get into that like last time i ended talking about kundalini yoga which is a really really intense yoga practice like you're not really moving but if you do it right and you really focus and you go to the right place and it, i don't know like it really really did something for me and has been doing things for me so i'm just really grateful it's like um i don't know what uh what's it called i don't know where let's look it up actually i want to know a little more about kundalini yoga and what it is um, I had a whole out of body experience the first time I did it, had this whole just, I don't know, a big epiphany moment, out of body experience. The, the time after I saw like 
I don't know, you kind of get visions like when you meditate and stuff like that, like you kind of see things really clearly to the point where it's like you're in a dream. It's very, very vivid. And I saw this thing flying towards me. It had huge brown wings, like kind of like a hawk, like a hawk wings, but it just had like three eyeballs, like one on top of the other. And it kind of just like caught me off guard, but I woke myself up and I was like, what was that? You know, it was during at the end, they used the gongs in there and like, it's super loud and really, really aggressive. Like the sound is just like so overwhelming, but it really does something for your mind or your soul. I don't know. It does something. Let's see where Kundalini yoga came from. Okay. So this is what it says on Wikipedia. Um, in Hinduism, Kundalini is a form of divine feminine energy believed to be located at the base of the spine in the Muladhara. Mula. Oh my God, guys, <laughs> this is just Muladhara. Muladhara. I apologize if I pronounce it wrong. Um, it is an important concept in, oh my God, there's another one, in Shaiva Tantra, where it is believed to be a force or power associated with the divine feminine or the formless aspect of the goddess. Whoa, even the description is just like really deep and intense. Whoa, this is interesting. So when I just looked it up, it says symptoms. There's kundalini ascension symptoms. Let's read, what? Whoa. Okay, I'm gonna read into the kundalini awakening intense symptoms. I definitely had one. I call it my spiritual breakthrough. It was incredible. If you wanna hear more about it, it's on the last episode, the episode before this, um, that I really, really got into like this breakthrough and everything I experienced and how it has just changed my, it just shifted my entire reality and whole perspective on life. I'm still actively processing everything I learned and I did it again. I had another just like breakthrough and it's just been so beautiful and so just mind-blowing like my entire perspective on everything has changed because of it um so it might be soothe smooth subtle or intense and explosive but whatever the case kundalini is a primal force of awakening yes it is god damn like fuck i was not here i was not in my body i was just I was gone. <laughs> I was just out of this world. Um, in fact, sometimes people can experience full-blown kundalini awakenings spontaneously without any prior experience or interest in spiritual growth or transformation. That is how powerful this is. It takes a long time to really open your third eye, which I'm going to get into on this podcast. I haven't really... I don't know if I've really shared my full spiritual like journey and I really want to because I've been getting a lot of questions, especially recently, which I think the world's going through this whole spiritual awakening. I just think that a lot of people in the collective consciousness, everyone is just 
start, I don't know if the vibrations are getting higher or what's going on, but there is definitely an energy shift where I think a lot of people are awakening. I mean, it is just, it's incredible. It's really beautiful. Okay, here are the 19 symptoms of a Kundalini awakening. You, you feel a spiritual connection with the divine that transcends the ego. I definitely have experienced that. That is something that like, I don't know, my whole like everything changed. I'll go into it more, but it definitely affected the ego part, which you don't even realize how much the ego comes into play every single day. You don't even realize it until you start really, really focusing on it and really paying attention to your thoughts. Like if you're doing something and you see someone and you feel a type of way and it's relatively negative, really focus on that and ask yourself, why am I feeling this right now? Is this my own, like my own self, just how I'm feeling in the moment? Like, yeah. So just like practice, like if you see someone and they make you feel a type of like a negative way, that could be your ego coming into play with something, which I think it really affects people in their, their anger, their frustration, the way they treat other people, um, jealousy, uh, anything like that, really, really pay attention to it and find a way to like, I don't know, just realize that it's there and try to maybe let it go or maybe nurture it a little bit and be like, you're all right. That's just, that's something in here talking right now. You just need to like chill out because I think that could really help a lot of people if you have anger issues or if you have anything like that, that, you know, we're all human. We all have our own issues. We have our anxieties. We have our thoughts, just everything like that. Always just like nurture your thoughts, be kind to your mind. That is, um, I got like this little poster and it's this lady watering like a flower. She's a flower. She's a bouquet of flowers or her mind is, I guess, in this like art and she's watering it. And I have it right outside of my shower when I walk out because every time I'm in the shower, I start overthinking. My thoughts get all jumbled. Like I do have, I don't know, conflicts in the shower with myself. It's like me fighting with my subconscious. And like, I don't know if anyone's ever experienced that like in the shower, but use your shower time to let go of that negativity and allow the water to kind of rush down your body and think of the negativity being washed away down the drain. That's the best way like that I've changed my shower experiences. <laughs> I don't know if anyone like, am I weird? Is that weird? I don't know if I'm weird. I'm kind of weird, but um, if anyone else experiences that, I just made merch kind of inspired by that where um, I did kind of like the flower look, but it's me and it's, you know, be kind to your mind with, um, on each side of the shirt, I did a different color for suicide awareness and mental health awareness and things like that, because that's something that I've been through in the past. And I just, I think that, I don't know if, if I make merch like about mental health, maybe it could add more awareness of how important it is for every single person to really pay attention to their mental health. It can save lives. It can, I don't know, just help people um, change their lives even. Um, another, okay, I, I keep going on tangents because I'm, I'm really high. I smoked Alien Labs. It's making me really feel nice, very chatty. I kind of got the burps though because I've been drinking um, 
they they sent me a free pack so i'm going to give them a shout out alani it's really good it's like a little energy type drink but it's supposed to be a little healthier don't know if it is but it's definitely i love the flavor the breezeberry flavor it's actually really really good like <laughs> me and drew have been drinking them but i kind of have the burps from it oh my pillow's falling down okay number three of the light kundalini awakening symptoms is the ex you experience periods of oneness where your compassion for humanity increases. Yeah, yeah, I feel that a hundred percent. I used to try to ignore everything going on just for my own mental health and my own, I don't know, I just wasn't able to handle all the chaos in the world. It just really overwhelms me, but now I've been really able to look at it from a different perspective and there is a lot going on and I do have so much empathy for just all the horrible horrible things that happen in our world every single day and that we don't even know about like the thing about um like social media is it really it shows you what is out there because the news they don't show us shit they show us what they want us to see yeah don't, I don't trust news sources. They lie. That's all they do. I've had an experience where news source, just multiple news sources just lied about me. And it's like, I just, it's really, really sad because they do that with so many celebrities and you hear about so many people and that really affects people's mental health. These are human fucking beings. And you're sitting here lying, trying to make stories and money off of them. And it's really it's gross. It's really gross how our society works like that. Like, I just hope that we can make some sort of change to all that. Cause that's just pretty shitty. Um, I don't know where I was going with that guys. If I didn't finish it, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll probably find my way back. Um, number four is you tap into extrasensory abilities and, or develop ex extraordinary gifts. Extraordinary. E yeah. Okay, ESP, that's what it's called, ESP. I don't know because I've had these since I was like young. They've definitely increased though. I had a weird experience the other day where an entity was following me home. And usually when I see these entities or these uh, ghosts or spirits, you know, like I see them very quickly like with my actual eyes i see them super briefly super quick like in a split second or the most is maybe two seconds i'll see it and then it'll be more of my mind's eye with me connecting with it but lately i i don't know what's been going on it kind of has been scaring me i have been seeing spirits a lot more clearly um, and longer, longer periods. I saw this thing that followed me home in my rear view mirror or the side mirror, you know, like when you're driving, you look in the side mirror, the side mirror, right? <laughs> That's what it's called. That's it. Okay. I was looking at it and I saw this thing crawl, like not crawling, but kind of hunched down. Like it was trying to hide, but it was a shadow and it was so clear, like a person, like it, it, literally ran from one car, my car to the next car and looked like it hid. So I called Drew and I said, Drew, I think someone's trying to rob me. Like this is how clearly I saw this and I could not 
differentiate it. I don't know why it was very, very sneaky. This was a very like tricky spirit or not spirit. That was not a spirit, a very tricky entity that they, they like were so sneaky and I, it was weird cause I was driving too. And I felt my whole wheel shift and I thought I was going to crash the car. Like something really weird happened with my car. And I even called Drew then. And I was like, Drew, I don't know if something's wrong with my car. He was like, well, did you check the lights? Nothing, nothing was wrong with it. Like it was just very bizarre and I did not feel it there. I just, I think I was really tired cause I was filming my music video for 10 hours as I was driving home. So I think I was in a very like vulnerable, tired state. And this thing just like wanted to take advantage of that. So yeah, it, it crawled and it, or hunched down, ran down. It looked like it was just like, I wish I could, I'll probably do a ghost reenactment of it. Cause I just, I gotta do it, um, of how it was running. And when I called Drew, I like literally stayed on the phone with him and stuff. Cause I thought someone was going to rob me or take me or something was going to happen, you know, like, so then he was like, okay, put the car in reverse and see if anyone is there, you know, before you get out. Cause I was parked in a spot. So I went in reverse, went back, no one around, not a damn person. And I was like, it was an entity, Drew. I'm sorry. He was like, ew, I don't want that. You know, so I, I yelled and called out to my spirit guides and asked them to like not allow this thing to follow me in at my house. And I saged, I cleansed all this stuff. And it was just weird, but it definitely has opened up something in my mind. Ooh, I just hit, I hit my keyboard, keyboard, road board. Okay pleasurable oh number five um let's what's a good one for this one okay yeah number five pleasurable sensations pulsate through the body hmm I think I did get that it wasn't like sexual unfortunately but um it was like I don't know my whole body felt so at ease and so peaceful, which was really nice for someone who has chronic anxiety, just, yeah, depression issues. <laughs> like that, it's just, it's nice to feel that. Um, number six, you're inspired to make big life altering decisions and authentic changes in your life. Yeah. I've been really making a lot of changes with what I eat, what I like, you know, what, if I drink soda, if I drink, like I've been drinking more of a purified water, just things I've been very mindful of what I'm putting into my body ever since and how important it is as well. Synchronicity, um, increase or meaningful or miraculously coincidence, miraculous coincidences increase tremendously. Yes, I've definitely experienced that. There's been a lot of like angel numbers I've seen and my intuition has been so much more on point. Like it was just weird. Um, number eight, you have profound insights into your behavior and past experiences. Yes, all of this is very correct. Number nine, your empathic abilities strengthen and you can feel everything at a profound level. That is the hardest part that I have been really trying to accept is like when spirits are around, I feel them more than I have ever felt them in my life. Or if someone, if I meet someone, it is more enhanced than it was before. And it was pretty powerful before, but it's just been 
a lot. Like it's been a lot to handle. So that's something I'm really trying to process and actively work on is that part. Um, number 10, you begin to understand the nature of the mind and how it influences reality. Yeah, I literally had like an epiphany today about all of this and how how you literally create your own reality. There's been a lot of studies on like, um, there's been a lot of quantum physics things that have come out, things I don't know that explain them, but there's all these things with quantum physics, which literally shows how manifestation works and how working with energy, it literally is in like science, science. <laughs> it's just so crazy because as you higher your vibration, you will notice things just start happening for you. And you're like, holy shit, this is the answer. This is what you needed. I needed to do this whole time. Like that is why we are here on this fucking planet is to strengthen our soul's divine energy. That's why we're here. And like, it just, everything just hit me. And I'm almost like, oh my God, it makes sense. I get it. And so I started doing that and you'll notice people that are just don't match your energy or don't match where you're at. Like they will just leave in weird ways. There'll be a lot of intense ways or there'll be things that happen to get these people out of your life. And it's like, it's to your own benefit. It really is because once you have all these great people around you that match your energy, it's fucking magical. It's just so beautiful. I've met so many incredible fucking people after I had toxic people leave my life. It's just like, I, I don't know. It's fucking magical. The universe is just fucking magical. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. It's magical. Um, number 11, you keep receiving big cosmic downloads of information and soul communication big cosmic downloads of information. That's a really interesting way to explain it. Um, there, oh, there are some dark symptoms like, okay, so I kind of made a, I'd made like this little TikTok the other day of showing how there is a dark side to spiritual awakening. There just is, you know, you'll start seeing things that are negative. You'll see things, um, like, Number 12, you'll experience intense involuntary shaking of the body that can be alarming. Yeah, that's that's what happened to me. My whole body just started vibrating. That's literally what happened to me. That's so weird. And other people experience this. Like this is in an article. Your nervous system becomes hypersensitive. <laughs> your nervous system. Wait, where's the... Oh, no, that's not it. That's not it either. Wait. Yeah, there we go. That's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. Um, becomes hypersensitive to external stressors like bright lights, TV violence, loud noises, and shuts down or craves total solitude. I have been very, I like was getting kind of irritated with things or overwhelmed or very jumpy is what I noticed. I thought it was just like from my, um, cause I'm going through Lexapro withdrawal still, like it kind of comes in spurts now. It's not as bad as it was. The brain zaps are gone. And that was just the thing that 
really, really sucked because those are just, dude, it's weird. Um, number 14, you struggle to sleep properly. Yes, I've been having a lot of sleep issues. Um, 15, you experience sudden death and shocking moments of ego death. Ego death is a fucking real ass thing. It is just, yes, it's scary, but it's like, I don't know, ever since I had, I had a traumatic experience on my birthday and it like turned into this whole ego death and this whole, ex like I had just this whole awakening after this situation because um, I'll just go into it because I am releasing a song called September 10th and we just made the music video. That's what we're doing. We're working on and it's a, it's just such a beautiful song from my own personal experience. I had a friend that I knew for like half my life, you know, I had someone that I put my whole trust in and I really like thought this person was going to be in my life forever. You know, like I was really, really, I don't know what this was, maybe karmic or something like that. Um, and we were friends for like ever. And it was, um, it was really hard because we, it's like even hard for me to talk about. We like moved in with each other and stuff and I was paying all the rent, you know, I was, I just wanted to help them out and I just wanted to like, cause Drew, so Drew paid my rent for like a year, you know, and I kind of was able to start my social media journey. I still had a job and everything and I would do what I could, but I was starting my social media journey and if he wasn't there to help me with that, I really, really wouldn't have been able to go full force like I was able to. So I wanted to give this opportunity that I had to this person that, you know, I really cared about and really, really wanted the best for. So I, you know, we, we did that. Everything was okay. It was fine. But then later I just realized that this person was, not who I thought they were like it. I don't know if anyone's experienced, you've probably experienced it where you just, you think you create this whole reality of someone in your head and it's just not at all what you think it is. And that's something I've been really, really processing is, wow, I really, really created my own reality here. And I, I missed all the signs. I missed all the red flags, you know, like this person just, they would go get their hair done and their nails done and do these things, but I was struggling paying the rent. So I asked them like, Hey, is there any way you can pitch in like $50 a month moving forward? You know, like I, I really need help. Like that was it. So I did that and I was like, it's just been nine months. And this person was just like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you would hold it over my head like that. Like just kind of twisted. And I was like, no, that's not, that's not what I meant. I'm just trying to make a point that it's been a while, you know, like, I think it's time to help me. And I don't know, I just felt taken advantage of. And I don't know, it really shifted this person. So then um, on my birthday, they really wanted to go to a bar, like really, really badly. And I, have had many experiences with this person being a very, very mean drunk, like someone who was just so, so beyond mean when they drink. And I know, I know people have experienced this and it is terrifying. It's like a different person. And I had 
previous experiences with this person doing that and they were they were pretty traumatizing it one of them was a week after my grandpa's funeral and it was sad it was just like really sad because I you know I was having a really really hard time with that processing my my grandpa dying and my family and how it affected them and it was a lot for me and then we went and there was something it was just something so dumb so small and I, I was crying about my grandpa, you know, because I was really sad. And they just said, go cry about it, bitch, just like to my face. And that just hit me like a truck, like this person that I love and care about. I would never, ever, ever say that to someone that I love and care about ever. Like that is just it was so shocking to me. And there was all these things that they were saying that were just so horrific and so brutal and mean in front of other people. And I felt so just lost. And um, I don't know, I was just, I was still naive, you know, cause I had a abusive ex-boyfriend who was very, very, very toxic, mentally abusive. And I had a lot of anxiety from that. I had a lot of depression from that. And this person was here like, with me helping me heal through it so I think I kind of just like put this person on a pedestal which I do with for all my friends because that's just how I look at people I'm like wow you're doing some great things like that's amazing you know like it's just let's all rise together um that's how my mind's always worked and I just thought this person was there there to do the same thing but they just weren't and I missed all these red flags and I had other friends around me who felt uncomfortable around this person and would get dirty looks and would get snapped at you know and I would just make excuses make excuses and I didn't realize it was causing this cycle of just negative things to happen and it was like I was walking on eggshells and I wasn't able to tell this person hey, like I got this thing, you know, this interview or I'm going to be on the news. Like I didn't feel good telling this person that. I felt like I was walking on eggshells. And that's like the first sign is just like you feel like you're walking on eggshells with people that like with my other friends, like I text them, I let them know, oh my God, that's so awesome. Like no hesitation. But this person who I considered and idolized as a friend, you know, they it's just it's sad i know that people have gone through that so then leading up to the night of september 10th that happened like a few years prior to this and or maybe a year prior to all this actually which i should have taken that and cut this person out completely after everything that happened but i just saw the good in them and i was like it was a mistake they were drunk you know whatever um and that's the first thing that I think I've been really processing in my head is just like, I have to forgive myself for doing that. I have to forgive myself for like, you know, uh, doing the best that I could and seeing the good in someone and trying to do uh, good things. I don't know. <laughs> like I've just had this whole freaking 
the whole breakthrough after this. So the night of my birthday, this person goes to the bar. I didn't go because, you know, I, I was like, go, go have fun. Like whatever. My birthday was over. It was nighttime. And I just wanted to chill at home, smoke weed like I do. <laughs> you know, like So then this person, they came back from the bar with a friend of mine who was um, my old dance coach and we're still really good friends. And she's actually in my music video as well. Um, and so she comes home and she brings me into her room and says, hey, I have all my bags packed like the night of my birthday, I have all my bags packed and I'm moving out on Sunday. And I was just like, oh, like I, I thought you would help me. <laughs> like you're just gonna leave, you know, like it, it just sucked. It was, I wish I got like a two weeks notice or something like that. And so she said that to me and I, just started crying, you know, cause I just felt, I felt very disrespected and I felt sad and I was just really confused. And I knew that this person was drunk and that it was just gonna get worse. And it did. And she just started yelling at me, just started saying things that were so horrible to me. Just like, ugh, what did she say? It was it was just awful, awful things. You only care about yourself. You blow all your money. Like you, I don't know. You're so awful person. Just like was just really, really getting on me. And in front of two, three people, like we had my friend, my friend there, we had Drew there. And then we had my mom who I put on speakerphone. Cause I was just like having a meltdown, a panic attack. And I remember laying on the floor in a panic. Like this is what this whole song is about too in this music video is going into that panic and going into that dark, dark place. Like I literally just went into this state of panic and chaos and it took me for a whirlwind as I'm being screamed at, as I'm having a panic attack on the floor and this person's in my room screaming at me saying, stop playing the victim. You're always playing the victim. Just screaming at me and like that this is just it's so hard to talk about but I've truly I've been going to therapy you know I have CPTSD from this I have a lot of trauma from this this really really took me for a turn and why I'm getting into it is because it really spiraled my ego death I was in a full state of panic I didn't know what was going on? I didn't know, like I just sat there and I had no words. I was just crying. I literally spoke probably once and I, that she just didn't like that. She didn't like that I, I wasn't yelling back, but that I was just in this state of like, I left my body, I wasn't even there anymore. And it was like this just void of darkness and panic and horrible energy that I just got consumed in. And after all this, later in the night, the apology I got was, sorry, I got aggressive. And that like, I took it and I was like, okay, just like wanted to them to leave the house, you know, like, and be civil. 
I took that and I was like, that was the apology. And then later this person revoked the apology by saying I did nothing wrong that night. And I think that just really put the nail in the coffin for that. Like it was just like, I don't even know if that's the right terminology for that, but sorry, I got aggressive. And then I did nothing wrong that night. And it's like, I'm literally having nightmares. I'm having flashbacks. I'm having all these trust issues with people. I'm like, this is something that I was really, really going through. And it, it was just like, wow, ouch, (laughs) that hurt. (laughs) I don't even know the words for it. Um, There was just a lot of other things that happened too that were just really unnecessary and it just sent me into this whole spiritual awakening. It was like I was reborn. Like I went into this place of utter darkness that was so terrifying and I hated myself. I would look in the mirror and just cry and ask, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Like, why Why do I feel this way? Why, why did that happen? You know, what did I do? Like, I would blame myself because People like this want you to blame yourself for their actions and they don't take accountability for anything they do. And it's really, really sad. And that's something that if anyone out there like struggles with that, there is a chance where you can awaken and you can really find yourself and tap into that ego and really, really just tackle it and find a way to push past that and find the light. It's like you're in the cycle of just chaos and darkness. And that's where I was. And then I started really, really going into my spiritual breakthrough where I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about who I surround myself with and what I do and why I do things and how I treat other people. And it really, it helped me. It really, really was just this huge lesson for me to help me just become an even better person when I know I was a good person already, but it just really, really helped me um, find that and find my power and find my my peace. Um, and yeah, that was just, it was a lot. And it's a lot to tap back into, especially filming this video and, you know, tapping back into that energy. but. It's just really, it's beautiful because I'm able to make art out of it, art out of my emotions and share it with other people who are going through the same thing or have gone through the same thing or, you know, are are stuck in some sort of cycle with someone who's just not there for your your highest good. So um, speaking of that, I wanted to get into some questions that I had about a spiritual awakening and opening your third eye and the whole journey around it. It sounds scary, but it's really, really enlightening. And it's really just, um, it's helped a lot of people, especially me. It's okay. So we got Anna K9545 asked, Hey, Kelsey, I was actually wondering how do I open my third eye? To start, I think I think that there's a lot of ways. Like when I was little, I definitely had my third eye open. I think a lot of us do, or maybe everyone does when you're super little. And 
maybe that's why babies cry so much. I mean, their their bodies are in physical pain, but maybe they're also like caught into both parallel dimensions or wherever they just came from. They're still kind of processing everything. And maybe it's a lot, maybe it's chaotic because they feel everything and they're just really, really hyper aware of all, all the senses, like their third eye is open. And you hear about all these kids who like see ghosts and point them out. And it's like, they see them like people. So there's still, that veil is opened whenever you're little is what I think. Oh, I just got like a vision of a dream I had a long time ago. And it's like, I was on this cliff and there was like this big eye behind me like you guys know like I always see eyes which is really interesting and there's this big eye behind me and there's like this little kid with blonde hair with me I don't know what it means I don't know why I just got that but um yeah like when I was little I would definitely see things and I got scared and I tried to block it out as much as I could for years. Like I just tried to block it out. I tried to, you know, ignore it, but I would see things here and there and it would scare me. I was terrified of ghosts, like just seeing these, I don't know, things around me that no one else could see. It would really scare me. So later on in my life, I wanted to explore it because I was so drawn to the paranormal. Like since I was little, I would watch Beetlejuice and like Spirited Away and all these movies that I just really connected with the paranormal. And so I, oh my God, I'm high. God, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> um... Uh, I get like really into it and then I, I like brain fart and it goes away. Come on, Wade, bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you, you just, yeah, I would have weird dreams too. Super vivid dreams that would scare me of spirits or sleep paralysis episodes. And the, these things, I just, I wanted to understand them. So that's why I initially was interested in the paranormal and then started doing YouTube and started going to all these haunted places and really, really exploring my gifts and why I could see these things and why I could feel these things and why I predict things or know things about people. Like it started all just making sense. And I just, I didn't even know I had gifts. Like I had no idea. I didn't understand it. I thought a lot of the things that I experienced were normal. And then once I found out like a lot of it wasn't normal, I was like, hmm, that's when I started digging into my family's history and it runs in the family, these psychic medium gifts on the ah, the Native American side, which was the Sisseton-Wapiton Sioux is that side of the family that all had these, these gifts, which I thought was pretty interesting that it was all on that side of the family. So, I think that opening your third eye, it takes a lot of openness and open-mindedness and you just have to really, really focus on, you know, do your shadow work. If you don't know what shadow work is, it's like, it's really digging into yourself and everything. Um, let me look up shadow work. Working with your unconscious mind to uncover the parts of yourself that you repress and hide from yourself. This includes trauma or parts of your personality that you subconsciously consider undesirable. 
So it's really digging into yourself and really being mindful of things, kind of like what I was talking about earlier. Um, so that's a really good way to start. You can also start by journaling or just writing down how you feel or if you have a weird dream or anything like that. Um, so really, really, you can, I don't know, you can like rub your pineal gland and like start meditating and you'll start seeing colors, but then you'll start getting visions of things that are so vivid that it feels real and you just have to really practice it. I think if you really want to open it, it's not just going to open overnight, you know, like your third eye can take years to fully, you know, become, or I don't even know if it gets fully opened until, you know, you're not here. I don't know if it's fully opened or not, but, um, it'll get more open as the years go on. It is just, it's not like you'll wake up. It's, a long process it's a hard process but it is very very fulfilling and it really has it's just it saved my life spirituality come it saved my life i don't think i would be here without it honestly which is really sad to say you know um but i did struggle with depression in the past and uh an aliving attempt <laughs> like i just had these things that were really really hard and as i'm getting off my lexapro all of these things i blocked out while i was on lexapro has been coming coming to fruition or coming to i don't know coming back like all these memories and these traumas and these things and it's been a long process to really process each of these things properly um so Wannabe three hippie says, is there a specific way to gain access to my third eye? I think I'm doing it wrong. There's, I mean, I don't think you're ever doing it wrong. If you're mindful of it and you're mindful of like working on it and just really tapping into things, I think it's, it's just a long, long process and I wouldn't question it. I would just, there's not really a wrong way of doing it unless it's for, you know, the wrong reasons like power, whatever. I think there's like bad reasons probably people open their third eye, but as long as it's for the right intentions and it's for yourself and it's to strengthen yourself and your, your consciousness and your soul, um, it'll really, it'll start coming slowly, but I really recommend meditation. Maybe that could really enhance it. There's a lot of ways to um, make it go faster or enhance it like meditation and things like that. Um, your bud cherry said any day today kind of routines of keeping good energy, like saging cleanses, etc." Yes. So I, I've always, take taking a lot of naps, <laughs> which I don't know if that helps people, but Drew pointed this out the other day, your body heals when you're sleeping. And it does make sense because everything else is calm, you know, turned off or whatever. And your body is focusing on itself for a while. Your consciousness, I truly believe we, our consciousness leaves our, our body when we sleep or part of our consciousness. I really believe that it leaves and then comes back and we remember some of it or we don't or your mind wanders i don't know i think there's a lot of weird things when we sleep um that kind of affect your your soul your soul they affect your soul but um 
Yeah. So I've always napped like since I was little, if anything like set me off or made me upset or anxious, I would go and just take a nap. And that was like the way I would like cleanse myself too, which is weird, but interesting. Um, there's also like red dragon blood sage you can do every once in a while. It is a really powerful type of sage that rids of negativity, um, evil eyes. You know, I've always been into evil eyes. Those definitely, I truly, I had this whole vision of one in front of me and it was huge. And it was just like breathing and letting me know, like I got your back, but it was this evil eye. And I was like, holy shit, I have those. Whoa, what the fuck? He's like, where did that come from? So that was really cool to see. And I, after that, I definitely believe that evil eyes, they do ward off negativity and it's really cool to have that experience. Um, what if it goes wrong? Is that a possibility? The only way it could go wrong is if you have the bad intentions behind it. Um, like, I don't, I don't know if it could go wrong. I really don't because I feel like no matter what, even if your intentions are bad, it's like, you have to work on that part of yourself. Even if you're like this horrible, nasty person, I think there is always a way to strengthen your soul and better yourself. And even if you do it a little bit or a little bit at a time, you know, like shadow work is, I guess the bad stuff, but it's like, it's anything bad with it is for your own benefit and it will always lead to good it's not just going to stay bad unless you let it stay bad. Like it is, it's all in your power. You are the power in all of this, in this whole experience. It's all you. So it's, you know, I, I think I, you'll be okay. You'll be fine. I, I think so. <laughs> um, so this person says, have you had a Kundalini awakening yet? Yeah. <laughs> Multiple. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's, I guess the first time's your breakthrough and then does it count after if it's like an awakening or if it's just an experience? Don't know, but yes, definitely. And I said that at the more of the beginning, um, Cindy Sunflower said, have you gotten used to seeing spirits and entities? Also love your videos. You're pretty cool seeing spirits. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, have you gotten used to seeing? Yes and no. They catch me by surprise a lot of the time. And that's when I'm like, not used to seeing them. Like last night I could not go to sleep because of that crawling thingy, weird hunched over man that I saw run behind my car. Like I was scared to go to sleep. So I played all these high vibrational frequencies. I saged and stuff. So yeah, they do scare me because there's a lot of negative out there. And I always forget how powerful we are compared to them. And it's like, I forget that. And I have to remind myself of that because my anxiety gets the best of me. And then I'm like, no, 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 you're fine. You're going to be fine. So <laughs> I hope that answers the question. Oh, I can't wait. I-S-H-C-C underscore says, do you need to have protection when communicating with spirits? I think it's a very good idea to have any type of protection. I think no matter what your religion is or what you believe in, as long as the intent and the energy behind it is to protect then you're good to go. Like it's that energy that you put out. And it's, 
I definitely recommend having protection because I, I didn't a lot of the times and it led to me experiencing an almost possession type deal and that really scared me and that's when I really got into protection and learned how important it is to protect. I was kind of testing my limits back then I think um, so I'm glad that I learned. It was quite the lesson. Tegan Payne 1170 said my mom's friend thinks I might have some gifts because sometimes I see things and are having vivid dreams. Hmm, I think everyone has gifts. I really do. Even if they say they don't, I think every single person is able to awaken these gifts. Maybe some people have more of it than others just when they're born or the way they grow up or, you know, are more open to it. But I think that no matter who you are, like everyone, a lot of people have the same experiences with spirits, with um, dreams and everything like that. And even intuition or just knowing things before they happen, that's a very common experience that I makes me believe that a lot of people do have these gifts, that, but they just don't understand them or they're just not really practicing them, which is fine. We're not, you know, we don't need to really practice them unless we choose to or we feel called to. And that's, I mean, mine just, I couldn't ignore it. So there's definitely a reason I have them. And I think it is to spread knowledge and light and heal and spread my, my story and share my experiences for people out there. I think that's why I got into social media, why everything happened. It's just, it's really cool. I'm really excited to be able to have this platform to share everything with. So speaking of having weird dreams and visions and the way I said, like you leave your body when you sleep. So there was something a spirit said, and I think it was on one of my videos. I think it was Lola who said it. And she said, we visit when we sleep and God or something like that. Like we we go there when we sleep basically is what she was saying. It's like, I have had weird sleep experiences. There was one that I really, really remember. And I've gone to this house multiple times. And this is why it makes me think like this wasn't just a dream or my mind wandering, you know, because I definitely think we have that too. But this was like, I was in the spirit world. Everyone around me was dead. And I knew that I was very aware that everyone around me was passed on. And it was this big brown mansion with like um, this gothic looking gate around it, you know, with the points and stuff. And so I walked in and I, it was really interesting. I don't know if this was all in one dream because I've gone back there multiple times. So this first time there was this old woman and she had brown hair. She looked kind of ethnic looking and she had this um, candle, you know, she was holding this candle with like the little candle holder underneath and she wanted me to go with her. So I started following her and she brought me past this like mirror. There was this big mirror there and I can see myself in the mirror, but like it was in a different way. It was like I was kind of transparent. It was really weird and trippy. And then there was like this wardrobe next to it that was super old and this clock, this really old like grandfather clock, like, like Vecna, Vecna. And 
So I remember um, walking past, there was also these two like beds that were super old looking that I walked past and I went into this room where she kneeled on the floor and she like reached for my hand. So I gave her my hand, she kissed my hand. And then I felt really comforted and warm. And then I remember that dream ended and that was it. And it was really interesting. And then I went back there another time, but this time this experience was a little bit more negative. It was like the, these ghosts around me or spirits, they were showing me how they died, each and every one of them. And it was in a way that was super like one of them would like their head would cut, like f fall off or like roll on the floor or something. And I'd be like, what the fuck? I'm like, are you okay? And then the other one would come and hover by me and then they would show me something. And it was really chaotic but it i mean it wasn't like where i was screaming and stuff it was just like what the fuck this is just not a great experience and so i remember i think i shot out of the house and hovered i remember hovering over that gate and getting away from it so i don't know if it was like teaching me to get away from negativity or what it was for or if i was just like in this realm of freaking like weird things I don't know but there was this um this TikTok I just saw today and it's uh Dolores Cannon and she's talking about this silver cord which is like the cord that connects you your consciousness or part of your consciousness to your body while you're sleeping and this explains a lot of out-of-body experiences and why we're able to find our body back you know why we're able to come back to it so easily without getting lost and she says that every night she believes that we go somewhere else because what she says is our body is super like our body gets tired you know our body is very temporary our meat sack you know just a little meat sack here we're very fragile and stuff and so like when we sleep our body needs to rest but our consciousness does not need that rest because our consciousness is constantly active and she was like your consciousness would get really really bored if it were sitting in your body 24 7. And so she believes that you leave your body every night while you're sleeping or part of your consciousness does. And it can easily come back when you wake up, like in a split second. Um, and she believes that you go to other realms or dimensions or through the universe, or you go to God and you talk to him and he like lets you know, or judges kind of how your day went or whatever, like, and gives you certain things, but you can't remember a lot of it, but some people are able to remember these situations and scenarios. And I thought that was really, really interesting. And we will get into that in the next episode of Intoxicated. Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. Make sure you give this podcast five stars if you liked it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I got deep on this episode, but... I needed that. I really needed to just, you know, share life and life's experiences with all of you. That is why I made this podcast is to just share life experiences, give some guidance, knowledge. And if anyone is going through anything, just know that you're not alone. We got you. I got you. I'm sending you guys so much love. And I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day or night. Stay woke, everyone. Mm -hmm.